just that style of voice with it, it, it I, I don't hate it like it doesn't fit way. I hate it because of how well it fits. <laughs> because it's just like, it just kind of creeps me out a little bit. It, it, because of just like how like uh, disturbingly positive it is. Where it's just like, oh, Arthur, you just smell so good. Please just let me eat you. You just look so delicious. And I'm like... Can we please stop? I enjoy Ooh, this. I is better read. Yeah. Take me on a date or something. Damn. Basically, and it's just like I enjoyed reading this more because this <laughs> is disturbing. <laughs> Welcome into Anime Plus episode 37. Hopefully you're having a phenomenal day. Whatever day you're watching or listening to this podcast. My name is Alex Light with Spark E3. Joining with me here as always, the man who runs the cameras behind this operation. The man who has a very beautiful gold mine. My co-host here at Anime Plus and my co-host at Lighthearted Gamers. That man has much better opinions than mine, and that is Zach. Zach, how are you doing today? I'm good, and I'd like to restate, it's not a mine, it's a vault. Okay. A very specific vault. Okay, my bad, my bad. All right. All right. But it's going good. Yeah, that's good to hear, man. And then uh, joining with us over the phone, a man who is going to deliver the most powerful, inspirational speech you have ever heard in your life. At the end of this show, a speech that's going to make you run through walls, a speech that's going to carry you through the rest of your day, the rest of your week, and the rest of your life. A man who is our one piece expert on this show, but botched Law's backstory, a man who's going to have his own body pillow here in this studio. That man is Josh. Josh, how are you doing today? Thanks. Thanks for that, <laughs> that introduction. You're welcome. That's a bar really high for everyone. <laughs> I was doing well until that happened. <laughs> Don't be like that. Now you just in a cold sweat. Like, God, what am I going to do? Hey, yeah. hey, you got about, I don't know, got about an hour before I'm going to hit you with this speech. So you can figure yeah, something just, out. Just listening to you do that, I'm just like, Am I gonna have to give a speech now? Am hey, I gonna have to you said the end of you said the end of last episode you would. No, I didn't. Well, I said that, but that's why I put you yeah, in the spot exactly. here. Well, Well, we're going to follow back up with that here at the end of this episode, Uh, so stay tuned so Josh can give you a very powerful speech that's going to hopefully make me get out of this chair and run through a fucking wall. Um, But anyway, for today's episode, though, we got some shit to talk about, okay? We got some shit to talk about. Uh, We have some uh, JJK news that we got to address here and talk about. We do have some uh, sales numbers for some uh, Weekly Shonen Magazine volumes, and we also have first three-day rankings for the June Weekly Shonen Jump volumes. A couple of surprises in there. We're going to definitely talk about that. And then then Netflix dropped a lot of information that we're going to break down as well. Um, So first and foremost, if you want to, we'd greatly appreciate it. Give us a follow over at our Twitter, at Animan Podcast. Uh, you can also go check out my other podcast, Lighthearted Gamers. Follow us on Twitter at LH Gamers Podcast. Uh, if you want to support us further, the Patreon is a great way to do so. Patreon.com forward slash Sparky3. And uh, as of today, we just wrapped up recording our other bonus cast, which is a Father's Day edition. So be on the lookout for that on Father's Day. That episode will go live. We're going to break down uh, 10 different great fathers. We'll briefly shout out some shitty ones, but be on the lookout for that. Also be on the lookout for the uh, Lighthearted Gamers Pokemon 25th special. Uh, we are set to record that here next week, I believe. 
It should have already been recorded and probably coming out soon. I had an emergency pop up. That's on me. Uh, so hopefully we're going to get that recorded here soon, and the Zelda 35th special will be around the corner as well. All right, so let's go ahead and just kick into the news here today. So the first little tidbit that we have is we did get a new key visual for the My Hero uh, Academia movie, uh, World Heroes Mission. A couple of little tidbits that I, I, I saw is that uh, with how the couple of um, key visuals that we've seen up until now, with this one, we did get to see some more 1A members uh, mm-hmm. here on the poster, which was okay. So we're going to get more of Class 1A involved. I thought it was going to be kind of more focused on our main three and other pro heroes. You know, you know that's how I kind of perceived everything up until this point. So we are going to get some more 1As, which is not necessarily surprising. And it did, and it did look like at the bottom of the poster, we did get a shot of who our villain is going to be. Uh, you know, so... Shout out to that. If you have not seen the poster yet, make sure to go check it out. Uh, Hopefully some more information on that movie will be coming out here in the near future. Um, so the, after that, the, 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 the first of two hiatuses that we're going to talk about here today, uh, just, this is a little brief one here for you. Quick shout out. Ace of the Diamond 2 will enter a two month hiatus starting with weekly Shonen uh, magazine issue 29 and is set to return on issue 36, 37 on August 4th. Uh, this apparently has been done before. Uh, the author has gone on a hiatus about this long before mm-hmm. to help set up for the next like arc or whatever season, which yeah, after I read that, I, I read that he's done it before. I kind of thought about him like, Kind of makes sense, you know, kind of like a baseball off season come back. You yeah. know, kind of makes sense. But yeah, apparently he takes these kind of breaks with this series to help set up for the new season because apparently uh, him and his team actually do a lot of more research just oh, in yeah. general, like on the sport and other aspects uh, to help just further make Ace of the Diamond better, which Ace of the Diamond, of course, is one of the most notable sports mangas in history. Um, so just be on the lookout for that if you are reading that weekly. It is about to begin that two month hiatus. Um, uh, one little piece of the multiple pieces of uh, Netflix news and in, in hindsight I now realize this should have been with everything else so it's all lumped <laughs> together in one beautiful package I was just copy pasting what Josh was sending in real time but the first little tidbit we have here is uh, the Netflix live action Cow- Cowboy Bebop series that is set to release this fall. Uh, it's going to have the same composer from the anime coming and do the, the music here for uh, this live action shout out to that that's uh, that's actually pretty exciting. Shout out to Zach having a, a Bebop uh, display behind him. I mean, I'm happy <laughs> with that because at least if this ends up being bad, I can just close my eyes and listen to the music. Yeah, see, at least you got that yeah. going for you. If if anything else, right? Because uh, uh, yeah, they did a uh, they did like a cast like I guess trailer mm-hmm. where they played the uh, the the opening over it, which you know you can close your eyes and be like, all right, this takes me back, and then look at it and be like. Like the original opening, this. Tank? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, uh, yeah, because uh, that composers. And I guess that was their big introduction to the composer coming back and working on the live action series. Was, you know, right. Oh, nice. It's always nice to see that, that sort of stuff when you have like a, a reboot of a series or of any capacity and, mm-hmm. you know, or a continuation and the same kind of composer comes back. Because there are some very notable composers out there that have just created some legendary music. And music really drives the scene. It drives the series. I don't think, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a tidbit that some people may ignore sometimes, but it's such an important thing for a series. So the fact that the original composer is coming back does give me some hope for Cowboy Bebop, uh, the live action. So we'll see how it plays out. 
Um, all right, so let's get some uh, quick sales numbers for the end of May Weekly Shonen Magazine volume sales. Now, I do want to shout out first and foremost, there's like four more volumes that did come out this month. When it comes to Weekly Shonen Magazine, while we are still kind of getting more introduced to the magazine, reading more, uh, we're pretty much at this time only shouting out like the more notable series because the other ones that were listed, I have not heard of a single one of them. I, they, they don't even have English names. I have no idea how to pronounce them. I have no idea what they are. I have never seen them before in my life. So for a couple that are notable that we do know about here, uh, coming in at here at first is Blue Lock, which is that uh, the soccer manga, which is probably getting an anime right around the corner. It's very, very popular. Volume 14 sold 103K copy. Shout out to that. And then Eden Zero Volume 15 only sold 38K. Uh, and I, as I've said before, when we, we've talked about Weekly Shonen Magazine sales, this is still new for us to start talking about. So I don't know what's necessarily good and bad for these. You know, 103 is obviously pretty solid. Mm-hmm. I think we can agree to that. 38 is honestly not bad, but it's a question, is it bad or good with how normally Eden Zero does, for example. I did see the, the cover uh, for it, and it seems to be like some of the, the training stuff. Zach, since you've read it, you know the training stuff that just went uh, down not long ago. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'd want that volume. Yeah, so I can get why it did not sell as much uh, based on the, the content of it, because it had like uh, uh, like the Professor of Hermit, that stuff, yeah. that, the training afterwards. That was what this volume was focused on. I mean, on. the main reason for most people to probably get that volume would either be just collection yeah, completion collection, yep. or all the bondage that happens during that. That's true, because there's a lot. <laughs> Hero does not play with Eden Zero. No, about, no doubt about that. Uh, now, hopping over to something that we do actually know a little bit more about, that's Weekly Shonen Jump, uh, the June Weekly Shonen Jump volumes, the first three-day rankings. This is actually a really loaded month. Okay, This is a month that we kind of had our eye on, because it's another one of those JJK versus One Piece months, which are always entertaining to watch how it plays out. Uh, we have actually 10 volumes that came out this month, uh, and some surprises uh, here on the, as well. So first and foremost, JJK Volume 16, uh, for its first three days, stayed ranked one across the board. Uh, one Piece Volume 99 stayed ranked two across the board for all three days. Dr. Stone Volume 21 stayed ranked at number five across the board. Ayakashi Triangle Volume 4 started off at nine, then went to 11, and then took a little bit of a dip down to 55, but overall still not bad. Here's a shocker. When I saw this, I was shocked because me and Zach, we're reading this series weekly, and I guess we are the minor- minority here, man, because we don't personally care for it. It does not resonate with us, but apparently there's a fandom for it. Uh, Witch Watch, uh, a newer series that started not that long ago, Volume 1 came out, started off at number 15. That's really strong. That's really good. For a Volume 1. Uh, it did take a dip to 49 and then took a bigger dip down to 102, but that that initial start is really good. And then not to mention, they did actually have to order reprints. Reprints are already on the way. So that's that's really solid for Witch Watch. And, 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 and hearing that they had to get reprints, I feel like can also explain the dips. You know, if they would yeah. if they would have had more copies on hand to begin with, we may not have seen that fifteen to forty nine dip. I mean, it probably would have stayed close around like sixty is odds are. Yeah, at, 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 after after day three, yeah. So uh, next up, we do have Sakamoto Days Volume Two, a series that Zach's a big fan of. Uh, started off at sixteen. That's really good. That that's very strong. Uh, this one did take some dips as well. I had not seen anything about reprints. I don't know if that's the case here, uh, but it went started off at sixteen, went down to sixty seven, then went to ninety seventh rank. Uh, High School v- Family uh, Volume Two. This is still not good, mind you. Not good starting rankings, but. 
it's a lot better than others. Than it's a lot better than others, and it's a lot better than Volume One because Volume One started off like in the two hundreds or three hundreds. Yeah, Volume One was rough, and I can't help but to think that this is Kubo's doing. He, you know, him him coming out saying, "Oh yeah, I really like High School Family." Maybe got some people on board with it. I don't know, but Volume Two started off at one hundred two. Again, a lot better than last time with Volume One. Took a dip down to 178 and then took a pretty big dip down to 260, uh, 276. Sorry. Uh, next up, we have uh, Magu Chan God of Destruction Volume 4. Uh, f- started off at 53, went down to 119, then went down to 299. Uh, Build King Volume 2. This series is now dead, of course. Uh, vol- uh, volume 2 started off at 102. Uh, no, I mean, actually, I mean, I think it was 102, but that means that it did it tie with High School Family. I didn't even notice that until now. Uh, no, it started off at 100. My fault. All right, so Build King started off at 100, uh, and then it went down to 170, and then whew, a big dip down to 325. Uh, this does give some easy indications why this was uh, was sliced. Yep. Uh, and then uh, another new one. Uh, the same. This is a series again that's in the same batch as Witch Watch, uh, same batch as Elusive Samurai and ITLC. We've already seen ITLC Volume One sales. They did atrocious. Uh, this is another one that's not doing too good. Uh, Ball Parade, Nine Dragon Ball Parade Volume 1, started off at 136, went down to 242, and then <laughs> 473. This series is dead. There's there's no saving it at this point. Yeah, yeah, especially yeah. with how the, the chapters have been. Like, like we just had the first game yeah. in this past chapter. Game was done in a chapter. It was just to wipe the floor with them. I mean, give another couple chapters, we'll be playing our antagonist, and it'll be done. Uh, this series is done. I got to say, out of this batch... Witch Watch is definitely not the one that I thought was going to be living here. I got to be honest with you. I mean, I felt that there was a chance it could. It just, it's not for me. Yeah. I mean, it's a nice slice of life rom-com enough, but I mean, there's nothing that I can get attached to at this point in time. Yeah, same. You know, with with that with that four um, series batch, you know, we, you know, you, you were talking high about, you know, Lucis Samurai has late game potential. That does seem to be the case because it is getting really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Josh started to read this one. You know, I tell C, I personally thought had phenomenal writing to start. Phenomenal writing. I got to say it has dipped. I got to say it has dipped, which is disappointing because, man, I think Josh can agree. I tell C had such a strong start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I tell C was really good. And, you know, I, it, I, I do give up on things really quickly, uh, mainly because I don't have time. But it does say a lot that I still see was one that I voluntarily was like, if I'm not going to make time for it, I'm not going to read it. Right. Because, um, you know, I even make time for Matchel, and I hated that for forever. <laughs> um, so if I'm not making time for I still see anymore, I can, I can say, it's, you know, it's not as good as it used to be, as it once was. Yeah, like literally like the first, like I'd say, what, like eight or nine chapters were really, really solid content. Like so, so good, and then shit, it, is, it just went downhill. So I gotta say, Witch Watch is not what I expected to come out on top. Yeah, when it comes to these. Witch Watch was another one that I just kind of like. If I can't make time for it, I'm, I'm gonna yeah. have to cut it. And you know, I didn't really feel bad about cutting it. I haven't felt you know any need to go back to it. But seeing that it's actually doing decently out of you know those four, it's weird. It is weird. Yeah, I gotta tell you, it was probably my least favorite. I know I'd say Elusive Samurai was. Elusive yeah, Samurai. No, you, you disliked yeah. Elusive Samurai a lot more yeah, than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elusive Samurai was definitely my least favorite, followed by probably Witch Watch. Uh, I would say ITLC was my favorite, probably. But after that, I, I was getting on board with Nine Dragon. Um, 
So, I mean, good to see which watch is doing well. I guess it's not going anywhere for a while. We still have we still have yet to see uh, the the sales for Elusive Samurai. You know, that volume should be coming out next month in July. Yep. Uh, I'm very excited to see how that's doing because, you know, with how with how it's be, become where you 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 were saying it's like a late game type of series, you got you got to think that Jump thought the same thing. And that's why Jump has been delaying the volume mm-hmm. where it's just, you know, because that was the first one to come out out of that patch. Yes. And now it's the last yeah. volume to come out. You got to you got to think that it's because Jump was just like, OK, this is not a great start, but we know it's got late game potential. They gave it the cover. You know, it, the chapters have improved and improved and improved. So you got to think that it's because they're they're getting people reading it now, you know, to kind of get people more on board with it. You know what I mean? I mean, it, yeah. Because the content's getting better. The content's getting better because, as I've said it before, so I'll just be brief about it. Because the initial was, as I mentioned, it's in a slightly different setting than most series, at least, people are used to. So it did have some unfortunate uh, setup for or introducing the setting before actually getting into anything. So, yeah. So really excited to see how that one's going to do next month. I'm curious if he'll break top 10 uh, for three-day rankings. And uh, looking forward to seeing all uh, starting sales numbers for these June volumes. We should get the first batch, uh, the first wave of sales numbers by the time we would go to record episode 38 next week. So look forward for that. Uh, let's jump into some bigger stuff here. Uh, first and foremost, let's go, ahead and hit, let's go ahead and talk about it. Let's go ahead and hit it. Uh, let's talk about JJK. I did mention it in the intro here that we got some JJK news, and I did make a little plug. When I talked about Ace of Dime about hiatus. Um, so if you have not heard by now, JJK, the manga is going to be going on about a month hiatus. Uh, I do have some quotes here to go over. So I'll start off with a quote from uh, Weekly Shonen Jump on this. To our readers, thank you for always reading Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, due to the poor physical condition of Akatami uh, Gigi, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen will be absent for some time from the next issue onward. Akatami wanted to continue writing, but after several discussions with the editorial department, it has been decided that it's better for Akatami to take a break for a certain period of time. We determined it was the, the best decision for the mangaka to recover their physical condition uh you know jumping over from there we do have a comment from the man himself i've been asked from by the editorial department sorry to take a break from the series but i don't want to slow down the weekly serialization of jitsu kaisen since i'd like to draw it to the end of the series here as soon as possible uh but just put a hold on my answer however i'm just not able to recover uh, my schedule compared to other mangaka when they just take a single break. If nothing is done about this, the same thing will be repeated over and over again. So I decided to accept the proposal from the editorial department. The suspension period should only be about one month. Even if I say I'm sick, it's not any serious illness. My mental health is completely fine. So do not worry about it. I'm really sorry to ha- that I'll have to keep you waiting. Once I come back, I'll do my best with the serialization. And I got to say, th- it is very noticeable. Okay, if you're reading the manga weekly, it is very noticeable. Mm-hmm. There are, you know, over these past like like what two or three chapters, there are very clearly panels that were that were not finished. Yes, there are some yeah. people that may argue that say, "Oh no, it's part of the scene." Okay, no, there is literally clearly panels that are not finished. Yeah, no, very especially, clearly, especially not this week's chapter with the previous chapter. There was very clear panels that weren't finished. The yeah. first panel it showed that was slightly unfinished. I could have believed was part of it with what was going on, but the yep. next one right after was like, no. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. you know, some people are just like, oh, it's just part of it. And, you know, it's just part of it. Plus, you know, it's you know, kind of like, a, you know, a, a play on how 
JJK's art style normally is kind of rougher anyway. But no, there it's very clearly not damn finished. There are still all the character lines within the characters that yeah. normally get erased. You know, so it's very noticeable. You know, this is you know a lot of people, a lot of fans have gone on multiple, you know. Um, rants about how this is like you know a constantly going on a break whatever which I mean come on let's not rant about that uh, you know it, yes we want our content but we're, let's not be completely entitled here um, but I mean it's gone on so many breaks there's the unfinished like this is not surprising this is not surprising and uh, when it comes to this I mean it's disappointing as a fan but at the same time you know let, as fans let's not be entitled about this you know because we've seen it time and time again where there's just poor health Health situations with artists, um, you know, and I feel like the recent passing of Kentaro really kind of put things in a different perspective for Weekly Shonen Jump, offering this proposal to them mm-hmm. uh, because they don't want to come across the situation of overwork, especially when they have another situation on their hands. Uh, being the I'm drawing, is it uh, Togashi? Correct? Is it Togashi, the Hunter Hunter? creator yeah okay yes thank you it, you know we have they have they have another situation on their hands of Tagashi who you know has such severe back issues that you know he can't stand you know maybe at like a standing desk or sit to continue doing hunter hunter like he would want to so you know giving you know Sh- weekly shonen jump the editorial department giving uh akutami an opportunity to take a break a lengthy break to try to get you know recovered with his physical condition is a good thing and and, you know you know one thing about this is that you know there are going to be i'll say it casual casual fans that are going to be like you know what poor physical condition could these guys have you guys need to understand the schedule that you know mangaka of a weekly magazine is into where it's a multiple hours a day sitting at your desk. Sure, some may use a standing desk, but even still, you know, it's going to, you know, possibly going back and forth. Like, I know it just seems kind of, you know, to to casuals, they just view it as a a stupid thing that how could you have poor physical condition to this? But, I mean, it's easily possible, man, with the amount of drawing that you're having to do plus setting Mm -hmm. consistently for that amount of time, working very long hours to meet that crunch. And, you know, with this happening, with the ongoing issue of Tagashi and then the recent passing of Kentaro, uh, you know, this the uh, the working condition of a mangaka is becoming more and more into the light. And obviously, Kentaro is a big reason why now, you know, because Kentaro's passing happened at a young age of 54. And everyone's like, oh, well, yeah, let's think about Tagashi as well. And now this happens. Like, oh, okay, let's think about that. And we also have, um, I don't even know if I had it part of the news. I don't think I did. But we also had something else. Um, I think I had the, the script and the items for script stuff. Yeah, I did. We also have the um, the the Fire Force creator and, um, you know, you know, Soul Eater creator as well. You know, he says that he isn't taking many breaks over on his side. Now, that, that apparently seems to be more of uh, on his end. You know, it may not necessarily, it's not because it's not being offered, but, you know, he's even got it says where, you know, if he would die, the series could go on for like another month or two, you know, because of how much he works ahead. And it's just those sort of working conditions that a mangaka puts himself through to get in these situations of poor health. So it's an unfortunate situation. Uh, Before I hand it off to you guys to get your thoughts on this, I do want to add one little positive tidbit. Uh, I did tweet about this as well. Um, I, w- one thing that did make me happy is going through, you know, two different social platforms of Twitter and Facebook, 
multiple comments from multiple pages. I only saw one negative comment about this, which did make me happy. Because with looking at you know these this sort of news, whatever, you automatically go look at the comments to see what entitled assholes are bitching about this news instead of being a normal human being and supportive about this. I only saw one negative comment, and the comment was something along the lines of, you know, Ugh, we really need to get healthier people to draw these series so we don't get stuck in these stupid situations. And I'm like, dude, this asshole right here. Like, do you, do you even hear yourself? But on the plus side, only one negative comment that I was happy to see that. Uh, but now passing off to you guys, what are, what are your initial thoughts on this situation that's transpired here with the JJK going on this month break? I mean, my thought process is fairly simple. I mean, it's unfortunately that Gigi's having to take this break, but I mean, it's, I'm not really surprised because as you said, there's been multiple times where he's taking extra breaks, so it's been noticed that he has been having some health, and he needs to take a break. He needs to take a break because, as you were saying, we're having all these things pop up with other mangaki. I mean, yes, I enjoy the content, but I don't enjoy it enough where a person needs to risk their health and possibly die over their drawing desk just to put something out. True. So I see no reason why to be angry with this. It's just a normal thing. If a person's sick, they need to get better. Yeah, we'll get the We'll get the content when we get it. Yeah. Yep. What about you, Josh? Yeah. Um. I mean, you know, like like you guys said, the it going on break every couple weeks. Uh, the last couple chapters, you know, not being quite finished. You know, it is apparent that you know you probably need to take a break, and I, you know, can totally understand that he didn't want to. Uh, but at a certain point, you know, you got to put your health before anything else, and I'm glad that he is taking that break. I know, uh, you know, in the past, One Piece is kind of been like this taking really long breaks before Oda you know was just like all right well I will I'll take a month off and you know see where we get to um because One Piece has been you know pretty notorious for having not completely finished chapters that you know do get finished when the volumes come out but when the chapters first drop you know they're not entirely finished um yeah these guys like they put a lot of themselves because not only are they drawing it they're writing it as well so they're spending you know all their time like writing it out storyboarding it then drawing it and getting it out and trying to hit the deadline for it to be due you know the next week and you know it's really cool when you know other creators get together to kind of help each other out like i know oda and uh hirakoshi hang out a lot and like they go on long walks and play pokemon go and stuff just to like get themselves like physically active and like and mentally out, out the there. And, <laughs> yeah. And so it's really cool when stuff like that happens and, you know, hopefully, cause I know here, Koshi and, uh, uh, Akatomi, they have been hanging out recently. Yep. So hopefully they get something like that where maybe they don't have to go on, you know, so many breaks because they are out getting active, physically active, mentally, and not, you know, just sitting in their, in a room, like, you know, doing this for hours on end. Right. And a couple more things here um, that I would like to see, and one of the one of these is uh, I, one of these two things I want you guys' thoughts on because I I came across this, and I think it's such a fascinating topic. But the first thing that I would like to see out of this situation is, uh, you know, I know not long ago, like I think it was like mid last year or so, uh, I, as far as I remember, it was Weekly Shonen Jump that did this. It was not him going out of his way to take care of it. Weekly Shonen Jump gave, you know, Yuki Tabata, Black Clover uh, mangaka, you know, like a whole new studio. He's got a lar- yeah. larger team, everything along those lines. I don't know how 
large Akatami's team is, if he's open, I, you know, he may be, you know, obviously there are some artists that are very stubborn, like Tagashi wants to do everything himself. I get that. Um, but, you know, maybe if Akatami doesn't have a huge team, maybe his team can get expanded to help reduce some of the work on him. That's the first thing that I would like to potentially see out of this, if possible. But the other thing that I want you guys' thoughts on, because I think this thought process is so fascinating. I think it's a phenomenal idea for every creator that that's currently in weekly shonen jump and could potentially come in weekly shonen jump in the future what do you guys think of the idea of with this situation you know the Tagashi situation they've faced in the past other just news you know uh, sources out there that's happened to other creators what do you guys think of the possibility of weekly shonen jump one day splitting up their weekly Shonen Jump lineup where one week you get this batch, the next week you get another batch of chapters. They're all considered part of the weekly Shonen Jump lineup, but it's going to be bi-weekly for, for certain series, and it's going to just keep rotating where one week we get like One Piece, JJK, Witch Watch, Sakamoto Days, blah, blah, blah. The next week you'll get like, you know, Black Clover, My Hero, Dr. Stone, Mashal, whatever. Like, what do you guys think of that sort of possibility? Do you guys think J weekly Shonen Jump will ever go that route? You know, or you, know, you think it's a good idea, bad idea? I think it's a good idea. First, my thoughts on it. I think it's a good idea because one, it will give other smaller series a more possibly a better chance to shine, where we won't get a situation like Phantom Seer being axed when it was decent content, it sold really well, had a fan base behind it. You know, also gives the creators more of a chance to breathe a little bit, help prioritize the health of these creators that are making them so much money. So, what are you guys' thoughts on that potential situation? I mean, it's a possibility. Uh, yeah, I mean, with all these things that have been having with health issues and uh, Kintaro's unfortunate death, things like that, if it continues being an issue, I could see Weekly Shonen Jump maybe pushing that. But you'd also have to think on a. It would be nice for the artists and whatnot. But the unfortunate thing that I have to think about also is just the um, flow change, which the editorial and everything would have to do a whole overhaul of changing stuff, which I don't know how hard or easy that is since I don't know anything about it. But I feel like there would have to be a change in just how the process and everything do is done. So, I mean, it'd be nice for the artists and authors for doing that. It would definitely be nice for them. But just looking at it on the other end of it, of the editorial department, there may be some hangups and things like that that would not necessarily allow that immediately or if it would it be a possible over a long uh bit of time to actually transition into that. Right. Okay. I, I, I could see your point there for sure. What about yeah. you, Josh? I'm, as, as nice as it sounds like, you know, in theory, like, oh yeah, one week being one thing, the next week being one thing. Um, I agree with Zach. There's a lot of things that would, it would impact, um, let's say volume sales, for example, because obviously we're not getting, you know, let's say three chapters a month if something takes a break. So volume sales are going to have to be pushed back and like schedules, you know, rotated, um, uh, anime as well. Uh, let's say with one piece, for example, is probably one of the only ongoing animes right now. So let's say one piece goes to two chapters a month. The anime is going to do a whole hell of a lot more filler. Um, but at the same time as that jump is very, very, they'll work with you. From what I can understand, because especially as of recently, <laughs> yeah, and because outside of Weekly Shonen Jump, they also have Jump Plus, True. and I mean, basically, they'll give anybody whatever schedule they want to on Jump Plus, and you know, more or less, I feel like 
you know, if it gets to that kind of point, I feel like they they would make the sacrifice and move some bigger series over to Jump Plus to have an easier schedule. Fair. Fair. It's, it's just my opinion. I don't think that, you know, then switching, switching it up, because then it would also affect, you know, weekly sales. Because let's say they split it half and half. Well, what if the issue that comes out next Sunday isn't really anything that's selling and people aren't picking it up? But then the one with like Black Clover, One Piece, you know, My Hero, whatever, if that one comes out, that one's getting sold. And see, that's kind of where it would hit too is sales numbers. It's like, okay, well, we would have to cut all these series in because they're not selling. Right. Because there's no point in putting resources towards it. Depending on if, if they ever went this route, depending on how they broke it up, will depend on how well the sales do. That's what it's going to come down to. Like, you know, yeah. realistically speaking, you know, they would probably, they would keep One Piece and JJK separate being their two, like, you know, two of their top sellers just to help push the sales. You know, so just depend on how they break it up will depend on how it would sell if they ever went this route. You know, as, as a fan, it's just like, you know, you're getting less content of like one series that you love, whatever. And that sucks. But at the end of the day, you know, we want to prioritize the health for the creators. But, you know, whatever Jump's going to do uh, to help prioritize their health, you know, that's ultimately how they're going to handle it, whether it yeah. just be letting them take more breaks or maybe splitting it up like this at some point. I don't know. Uh, it was just, it was a, it was a topic that was, I, I came across on Twitter. I just thought was really fascinating. Uh, I think it's a good idea if they can work it out. That, like, cause I, I do agree with you. Yeah. There are probably a lot of hangups in the editorial department that will have to be worked through. Um, but if they can work it out, I personally think it's a, it's a great idea. I really do. Um, and yeah, I just think Jump Plus would be, you know, if something like, if it ever came to something like that, Jump Plus is what it'd be moved to, where right, right. basically they could make their own schedules. Yeah. No, very, very true. Very true. Uh, Jump Plus is, man, that, uh, give it a little bit more time. That's going to be the future. No doubt. I mean, oh, easily. Yeah. Spy Family, banger. Kaiju number eight, banger. Uh, and this is also not in terms of content, but I'm talking sales. Yeah, that's what I'm referencing right now. Chainsaw Man Part Two is on the way. You know, we have My Hero Vigilante. I mean, we've got some we've got some good stuff going on over in Jump Plus. Like Jump, and you know, even uh, I haven't picked it back up yet. But even Drange Detective, yep. you know, that that did really well in sales. Yeah, Jump Plus is the future, man. Just give it give it some more time. Give it some more, you know, some series. Maybe this uh, uh was it called uh, Trojan X? Is that mm-hmm. was that what? It was? Give it Trojan yeah. X. Maybe whenever so whenever that can, again. whenever that ends up coming <laughs> out again, you know, maybe that's yeah. gonna be phenomenal as well. Jump Plus is gonna be the future, man. I'm I'm really excited for what's gonna continue out of Jump Plus because you know we did just, just talk about like what the last week we have two new series coming in jump plus mm-hmm. in july so looking forward to that um all right so hopping over from there um well let's talk about uh let's talk about some um some netflix stuff we do have uh well i do have one little tidbit here i do have one little tidbit here um full metal alchemist is apparently announcing a new project on july 12th as well as getting the cover of the shonen uh gangan is that how you pronounce it gangan yeah okay thank you for the 20th anniversary um new project wonder what that is. You know, I know we just got recently the announcement of like what the new light novel with uh, Winry uh, that's going to be coming out this year. Uh, but new project from Full Metal. I wonder what that could potentially be. Is it going to just be a sequel? I mean, if it is cool. I mean, our pro tag can't use alchemy. So I guess it's going to focus on someone else. Maybe focus on a whole new cast awesome. of characters. New theme park. Yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> something before. Maybe something before yeah, the something series before. started. Yeah. Yeah, um, it also said that there would be a very important message from the author Ooh. in that issue as well from Ooh. Full Metal. So 
a lot of news going on for the 20th anniversary. Pretty well, hype. Well, I got to say, uh, I am very excited for this. Uh, I am a massive Full Metal Alchemist fan. Uh, it is one of the single greatest stories that I've ever read or watched in anime and manga, hands down. I love how the story is all pieced together. Uh, so I'm very excited to see what's going to come out of this on July 12th. I'm ready to talk about it here on the show. Uh, whatever it's going to be, I'm going to be here for it. It doesn't matter what it is. I'm here for it. Except uh, unless it's an escape room. Unless it's what? An escape room. Oh, an escape room. Nah, Remember that? Like, the, like, the big, like that big hunter underneath. Yeah. The, yeah. Okay. Well, let me also. It's not anything's going to be cool because watch the new project be. Hey, guys, the second live action movie's on the way, but from Netflix. With that, let's talk about Netflix. Uh, so, Netflix did announce a new Gundam anime. It's also confirmed some release dates for some other animes that are set to come out this year that we knew was on the way, like Shaman King that Zach and I dropped, because it's honestly just not that great, if we're going to be completely real. Uh, August 9th is going to be the release of Shaman King. Uh, Eden Zero, that is one that Zach and I was watching, a big fan of that one. Uh, August 26th, I got to say, those are coming out a lot sooner than I, th- I thought they would. Yeah. I got to yeah. say that, <laughs> first of all. And I kind of want to throw out, while we're still sitting on Eden Zero, Eden Zero is still currently going. Yep. So is Shaman King. And yeah, and they're they're coming out within you know two months. In the next two months, they'll be on Netflix. Which is how is Netflix going to release them? Because I assume they wouldn't. The, the series wouldn't be over yet, right? Shaman King, no. Shaman King yeah, is confirmed Shaman for King fifty-two episodes. Not. I mean, maybe this is their because we've talked before about how Netflix has heard the. Uh, community anime community one that they're going to relook at how their release schedule is. So this may be their push to maybe start releasing in batches of smaller or episode per episode rather than just the entire season like they usually yeah. do and they're known for. Yeah, and you know, like- Josh, I got to thank you. I got to give you. I got to give you my utmost thanks. I did not even fucking think about that with when they're coming out, that both of these would still be ongoing. So thank you for yeah. bringing that up, because that does bring up a great point. Or is this going to start being a one-episode-at-a-time thing, or is it going to be in or batches, like, or what? Kind of like kind of like how uh, Pokemon is released in batches. Right. They'll do, uh, I think, what, 12 episodes every couple months? What would you guys prefer happen here? Do you guys want, hope that this will maybe be the start of them releasing anime they acquire at you know the same time it comes out in Japan as a weekly thing, or do you want them to do like like what Josh said with Pokemon is doing in batches? I mean, I feel for Netflix, batches is better for them. If they yeah. do release it episode per episode, I mean, okay. It's like, but I feel like for Netflix's formula, releasing in batches a lot more because a lot of people use Netflix as a binge yeah, rather yeah. than just a, oh, well, let me just go watch this to catch up for the week. Right. Yeah, I agree. Well, it'll be interesting to see what what it's going to be uh, come, uh, you know, most notably August 9th, because the other announcement we have was uh, the Godzilla uh, singular point. I don't think that's coming. Is that that's not like coming out in Japan or anything? I have no idea. That's a worldwide release. It's like Chainsaw okay. Man. It's going to be gotcha. worldwide. OK, so very excited to see August 9th. Let's see what they do with Shaman King. Uh, very excited to see what's, what's going to happen there. If it's going to be, a, you know. X amount of episodes, like twelve episodes, because like like we said, that one will still one hundred percent be ongoing, because uh, that's that's not ending till sometime next year. Yeah. So yeah. very curious to see what's going to happen there. Uh, they also announced a uh, a bright anime movie called um, uh, Samurai Soul and two new series called Make My Day and Exception. Is a couple of more things yeah. uh, that they announced also. Exception's going to be, if I remember, it's a horror anime um, and. The most notable thing about it is 
the character designer from Final Fantasy is working on it. Ah. Um, Make My Day is, I believe, a movie um, about like an ice planet where monsters are coming out of the hole or something like that. And Samurai Soul is, I don't know if you guys know the Netflix movie Bright, where like humans and like orcs live together. Oh, is it going to be part of that series? It is part of that series. Oh, God. An anime movie <laughs> about about that. The uh, the picture they released is a samurai and an orc. So, yeah. You know, you just described Make My Day, and all I could think was the old uh, Xbox game, Lost Planet. Oh. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot Lost, but you just unlocked the core memory for me. I forgot that was a damn game series. I mean, the series has been, IP's been dead for a little while, but yeah. I mean, it was a fun series when it was coming out. Yeah, I played, uh, I think I only played the first one way back when. Forgot all about that. And, uh, you know, here on, um, we actually just looked it up before we started the show. Uh, we have uh, the MAPPA 10th anniversary coming up on June 27th which we should yep. get the first look at Chainsaw Man, which, of course, like Josh mentioned, is uh, going to be Netflix only. So very curious to see a release date on that coming up. Uh, here this month in June, we should have Record of Ragnarok uh, start coming out on Netflix. Very curious, again, to see what they're going to do with that one. I know it's a worldwide release. It's not like it's going on in Japan right now. But is that they going to maybe start doing that weekly? Or is they just going to release every episode? Or what? what's it going to be? I don't know. We'll see. Now, now Netflix does release things weekly. I do know uh, that for a fact. They have weekly shows. Uh, well, so is it, it all is 100% possible they could, I believe, yeah, all the their originals, um, some of them they do release weekly, some of them they just release the whole series. Uh, so it is highly possible they could start releasing some of this anime weekly, like this worldwide release like Chainsaw Man and right. uh, uh, Record of Ragnarok. They could possibly be weekly, where I think like Eden the or Shaman King most definitely be batches. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, that's good tidbit. I did not know they had any series that released stuff weekly because I'm one of six people in the world that does not have Netflix. Uh, so that's good information to have. Uh, I am really excited for Record of Ragnarok, though. We do not have a release date even still. It's June 10th when we're recording this, and there's still no release date other than June. Uh, so we'll see. Either way, I'm looking forward to checking out. But again, I guess we'll see when that comes out, if it's going to be a bunch of episodes, a single episode, what. And then again, uh, August 9th, circle your calendars there to see if uh, Shaman King is going to get dropped in one big batch or a single episode. So, um, All right, so that's all the news. We actually had a lot of news today. We're 40 minutes in, and we're, we're just finishing up the news. Woo! Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, it was a beefy. It was a lot, lot of talk about today, man. It was. Let's so, be Josh, real. you got a little Netflix. bit extra time on your a whole speech. I hope you're writing it down. Yeah. I hope, no, I, hope. I I have been. I've been. Good. I've been writing it. Good, because I'm about to throw you at. I'm about to throw it at you here in a little bit. I I, I want to jump out of my seat. Okay, you better give me the best speech ever. All oh, right. well. <laughs> Let's hop over to the actual anime talks for the week. Uh, we we are coming winding down for a couple of these series. We're about to lose 86 here in the next couple of weeks, and Seven Daily Sins is about to get lost in the next couple of weeks as well. But let's kick things off with My Hero Academia, Season 5, Episode 11. What did you guys think about this episode? It played well. I mean, it was very enjoyable finishing up our last match of the Class A versus Class B yep. after our whole incident with Deku, mm -hmm. and then... Him getting to show his moment of, I can't understand this, but not for long. Yeah, exactly. But I can understand yeah. this. Yeah, I can understand it just a little bit, but not too much. Uh, we got to see some uh, more like uh, dynamic between Shinzo and um, uh, Azawa. 
you know, mm-hmm. when, you know, cause it, you know, he basically called it out. It's like, I know this was actually like my promotion exam, whatever, you know, kind of just figured kind of makes sense. Um, you know, we got to see the little critiquing thing where, you know, uh, a race red flower just, he's like, what's wrong with you? What's, ha- what's happening yeah. to you, Midoriya? <laughs> I love that part. She's like, what is wrong with you? What happened? <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, it was a nice wrap up to that match. Uh, you know, I, I saw on Twitter that, um, like a couple of like my hero accounts and stuff is making a big deal about the next episode being the 100th episode of my hero academia. And I'm and just, which, yeah. it's good, which it's unfortunate. It's the hundredth episode because of what yep, the content. Good. Yeah. It's very unfortunate. Hmm. I mean, the best other thing that I don't like to mention was, uh, when midnight was commentating Jiro's sign behind her. Yes. Yes. I love the sign where it's just like, Oh, she actually gives, she actually wants fair commentary. Loved that. Yeah. That was funny. Uh, but yeah, episode, the next episode, I mean, I'm going to, I like the next, what the next episode is going to be personally, you know, cause I mean, one, you get some more, you know, this is, if I remember correctly, you know, especially from the preview and just from general remembering here, this is the episode where we maybe get a little bit, a little bit more like backstory on one for all. Am I yes. off on that? Or is that later? I think that's the next episode. It should be this next episode. Okay. Cause I, I remember, I remember from the preview, the shot that it had, you know, Deku and Baka both sitting there, which I, I remember that chapter, you know, that's when all my got like a book of every information that he could find yeah. whatever so i'm looking forward to that that that's that was a good chapter for me when i read it. i enjoy those sort of that sort of content chapters but i mean it was a good episode just wrapping up the fight um you know the 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 matches are all now come to a close and now i've started seeing some promotion for the next big arc which is my villain academia um which hopefully yeah. i really hope that the anime is going to knock it out of the park because as all three of us can agree sucked reading it weekly that yep. drug on way too long. But I think they'll do it good. I just want to say one of my takeaways from uh, this episode, and we kind of, you guys kind of alluded to some of this stuff when we recorded the bonus cast mm-hmm. um, about how things never ever came back around, like Deku's dad or the spy in the school. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. you know, in this episode's case, um, Shinzo, did, did he pass? Did he fail? Is he in the hero class now? We'll never know. It, it's been like three years since this originally came out in the manga, and I still have no clue. I don't know what to say here. I do do know something. I do know a little tidbit of information. I mean, leave it. Don't say anything. Okay. Yeah, don't. Don't say anything. I just don't remember anything. No, no, it's not in the manga. It's not in the manga. Oh. (laughs) Not in the manga. It's just potentially going to be in the manga. It's a rumor. That's all it is. (laughs) It's a rumor that that could be a spoiler. Uh, All right, the spoiler, the, the rumor, spoiler king. Yeah, do you should I say the rumor? No, no, oh, okay. I mean, that's up to you. We'll, you can say that off the call. Okay, that's fine. You know, I want to try to leave some some surprise to the maybe the you know manga readers and the uh, the the anime viewers because I will say this rumor was a very low key one. Like it was it like. Like how I found it was not be- from because it's all over a bunch of news sources. It was very low key. But all right, so let's just move on from that. Uh, let's talk about One Piece nine seventy seven. Josh uh, is One Piece uh, phenomenal. Is One Piece everything that you can hope and dream for? Was this a phenomenal way that, for you to spend twenty five minutes of your day watching this? Was it just everything you could hope and dream for? You know, much more than last week. Okay, much, much, much more than last week. Good. Yes, uh, this is. Starting the raid on Onigashima, the the nine red scabbards, you know, are heading over there. Kinemon's basically, you know, on the ground begging for someone to answer him. Nobody's there. They think everyone's been killed. They abandoned them. They're like, well, 
you know, we're not going to wait because if we have to wait, it's going to be another year. And by that time, we're all going to get found out anyway. So we might as well just go for it now because there's only nine of us. And we can sneak in without anybody knowing and have a sword to Kaido's throat before he even knows it. So they get off on the uh, on the boat, start heading that way, and they start talking amongst themselves and, you know, talking about a spy. How, you know, it's, it's really weird that they knew about this. And then, you know, flashback to uh, when Odin was going to go attack Kaido. And you, when they realized, like, they're here, like, really fast. How do they know that something's up? Um, and they all start talking about how there, there must be a spy in their midst. And Kinemon's like, I, I don't care. If there is a spy, they must have had a really good reason. They must have, you know, had someone been kidnapped or something like that. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to hate someone because they were a spy. And, you know, this was a huge moment in the, in the manga. You know, it was really good in the anime as well, where, uh, Kinjaro reveals himself to be, to have been the spy all along. And that for the last, 20, 30 years, he has been feeding information to Orochi and Kaido uh, any chance he could get um, and letting them know about Odin's attack on Kaido, uh, about everything that's been going on in Wano in this arc. Uh, it was all Kinjuro to begin with. And then Kinjuro, uh, Kinemon's just like, how could you do this? And he's like, well, Kinjuro never existed because that's not my name. My name's Orochi it's Kinjuro. Steve. Or, uh, yeah, Steve. Jonathan? Well, his, still, his name, at the end of the day, his name's still Kinjuro, but I don't know why he was like, Kinjuro has never existed. Because um, he's like, it's Kazumi Kinjuro, Kinjuro. And I was like, okay, well, that's cool. It's still your name. But uh, yeah, no, it was just a really good episode. And, you know, as they all like think they're going to die at the hands of the Animal Kingdom or Beast Pirates, however, whichever can't be fallen and what they're being called, um, the ships start getting hit from the side. And it's like, who, who, who did that? And you just see the thousand sunny, like, coming in from the side. You hear Nami, like, I can't believe you guys are sleeping through all this. And, you know, pans down to Zoro and Luffy just, like, taking a nap on the boat in the middle of the storm through all the cannon fire. And then uh, it shoots back to the, the boat with the samurai. And like, it's, leak, it's leaking. And they're like, oh, no, the boat's sinking. We're going to drown. And then you just see a lost ship come up out of the water and save them. Well, I was like, why are you got? What are you guys doing out here in that boat in the middle of a storm? Are you dumb or something? And then <laughs> off to the side, like kid comes in. Oh man, it was like the most hype moment of this episode when you get all three of them together. Okay, that's it's what I was like, about oh, to ask. Was so this was, good. This, was this that shot from the from the manga? Yeah. I remember you. I remember you sending me the end of that chapter, and you're like, "This is so hype!" And I haven't got there yet, or I haven't started reading yeah. it. I'm like. Oh, yeah, that's man. cool. Whatever. I mean, I, I don't know the context, but that'd be cool. So yeah. are we, are we yeah, at yeah. that point now? Yes. It All is right. so hype. Right that's, that's exactly what it ended on was, uh, that shot of the three of them, Luffy, Law and kid, and just like getting them all together. Oh man. After all this Odin backstory. Right. Right. It's, it's, it's so good. It, it ended on such a hype moment. Gotcha. Cause this is the, where the line where Luffy's like, if you're going to battle out and see, you're going to battle against pirates or whatever it was. Something yeah. Along, something they're along all, those lines. Yeah, they're all just arguing on who's going to kill Kaido first. I was right. like, oh, Jaggy, I can't believe you're going to come. I didn't think you are going to come. He's like, well, I'm the one that's going to kill Kaido. And I was like, nah, it's going to be me. And it's so good. Such a good ending of the episode. 
Right on, right on. I may have to. I may have to actually hop in now. I know I've said that often. You say on. that all the time. I know, but yeah, I've also said been saying. I've week. also been saying. I'm gonna watch Dragon Quest episode three. Shut the fuck up. First off, <laughs> second off, I've been saying that I'm gonna probably hop into One Piece when all the good shit starts happening, and it seems we're here. Yeah, I will say if I do hop into it, it's probably gonna be like a, a skip or a miss depending on what I'm gonna watch. Because like reading reading through it, I feel like Josh can agree with me. There are definitely some chapters that are just like both of us didn't have a ton of interest, but then there's others that are like super super hype. I, I feel like that's accurate to say. Yeah. Fuck and you for that, though. Well, by the way, Zach. I, will, <laughs> I don't know what you want to say. You say, you say it so often. I mean, I, already, I can only hope one day. I already I told mean, yeah. you that I was admitting defeat on that. I just haven't taken it out of the queue in case well, I and, change my mind. In all fairness, every week when I talk about One Piece, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to hop into that, that episode, next episode. Um, but no, if you're going to watch it, now is the time because I, you know, I think we're at the point now where every episode from here on out is going to be it's going to be really good because every part from here on out in the manga has been, you know, really good. Yeah. There's been some hit or misses, but I think the anime might, uh, Do it might make them it'll make, might make it a little better. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Well, hopping over from there. Uh, what about dragon quest episode 35? This is the series that will never die. Sure. Uh, we have no confirmed <laughs> ending on this series. No, not in the slightest. And from everything I'm seeing, it's, it's not going to die anytime soon. But uh, as for this episode, we continue the martial arts tournament and oh, yeah. where Ma'am has reappeared. And we start off with the point where it ended of Ma'am going, I'm not going to help you kill your father. Them explaining, we don't want to kill him. We just want to defeat him. We don't want to kill him, just beat him up. She's like, oh, okay, I'll get the sword for you. Not a problem. As long as you're not going to kill him. Um, Makes sense. Continues the martial arts tournament. Our little rat, karate rat, gets his ass whooped. Because he's a short, chubby, fat rat, so his arms can't reach anybody. Yep. <laughs> and he, he has a very distinct of hmm, weakness to it. He's offended anytime someone mentions it. Uh, continues the tournament, we get our top eight, and turns out this was all a trap. The king's an idiot. Uh, he was suggested this by this advisor guy, who turns out to be uh, the son of... Zaburo, who was the commander of the Mystic Legion of the Dark Army. This is his son, who's now captured these eight fighters, because they're strong fighters, to make them the samples to make the next generals of the Dark Army. Because he's going to... He has some research, the super specimen research. Which he just... It's gene theory, is what uh, he's doing. Okay. So he's taking strong beings and monsters and pretty much just gene splicing. Him and Die fight. Die throws him around, and the fight and the entire time, Pop's going. This doesn't make sense. Why is he just? Why is he just taking it? And like, Die, don't exhaust yourself. He's got an ace up his sleeve. Lo and behold, Pop's right guy has an ace up his sleeve. He's just like, ha, you're curious why you can't kill a darkling because I've used the research on myself and transforms into this big chimera thing with a bunch of monster pieces. Uh, of himself and ma'am the other eight fighters are useless because they're trapped in a, a bio cage this entire time so as it stands I'm still claiming my uh, ma'am's fucking useless so nothing has changed <laughs> no it. not a single bit got it nothing has changed at all okay it's good to know 
Uh, what about Tokyo Avengers episode nine, Battle of Eight Three? It's going down. We got the uh, the entrance that you're a hu- that you were a huge fan of when we did our top entrances and introductions. I love that entrance just because this is the first moment you actually get to see all of the players of Toman. Yeah, and just I loved how it sh- in the anime they used the extra time and showed off all the our main characters. Right. Though we don't, people who haven't read the manga do not know it. All the people it featured have some sort of importance later down the line. Yep. Especially, I love seeing Baji be a badass. True. <laughs> just Baji being Baji of, <laughs> he was the only one who was just like, oh, there's a car here. I'm going to use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah, the battle uh, has now gone down. You know, uh, Takamichi was doing everything that he can to try to, one, prevent this, and two, to try to save Draken. And the, the battle has now started. It's a huge huge basically a war between the two uh mobius right yeah and uh toman going at it and uh the episode obviously ends with takamichi once again failing at what he's trying to do no matter what it is and you see draken you know just in a pool of blood at the end of the episode but i mean i mean it was it was a, it was a dope episode like you said getting yeah. to see each of the members of toman kind of have like a kind of a, in, an introduction and you know for a couple of them kind of a kind of a moment um, which was nice to see. Um, but what, you know, Josh, what was your thoughts on, on this episode? You know, I really enjoyed the episode. Like, you know, it was good content. I, and it was really cool just to see everyone like just kind of like pop up and like Mikey's introduction to it was like really good too. Yeah. Just, yeah. Th- yeah. I really like his just because they just hit, faintly hear that engine. And I love how these guys just know how each, each other's exhaust cells. Yeah, yeah, right. right. <laughs> They're just like, that's Mikey CB2. And just, he just slides yeah. in. And just everyone's like, shit. Also, I want to point something out because this is what I thought when I was watching that. I didn't think about it when I read it. You know, really, I I, I would probably think Mikey should be dead. Got, oh, yeah, most definitely. He got up to like 120 and it's it's pouring. This dude should be dead. There's no, the, the, no, yeah. no, no. There's no reason yeah. his bike should have stopped the way it did. That bike should have kept going and he should have hopped off or gone with it. Yeah, I mean, Mike, Mikey should be dead. Let me go ahead and just say that. This makes no sense. I, I know it's anime, but like, I mean, when it, this makes no sense. He should be dead. <laughs> dead like uh, it showed twice that he got to like 100 120 pouring ass rain on a bike no bro (laughs) with no sort of protection on whatsoever exactly he he was wearing sandals (laughs) when he stopped that bike that sandal should have been gone and his foot should have been mangled yeah like this this makes no sense man it's completely ridiculous i mean one of the other shots i really liked was when um Chitsuya and Takamichi found Draken. Just that yeah. that road of bodies leaving up to Draken. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that love that moment too. That's just a real badass moment there for sure. Uh what about eighty six, episode nine? The series coming to a close. We only got three more no, two more. We only got two yep, more episodes two more left. Episodes. Really really depressed about that. I really love this series so I mean, much. This episode was really good. Just the whole confrontation between our spearhead group and the uh Prophet Shepherd, Shin. The Shepherd, yeah. yeah, Shepherd Shin. So good. And just that whole entire fight and everything was just done so well, especially it when was, the, it was really uh, Major Waifu came in. Yeah, that's true. Dropping all the uh, artillery. Yeah. Uh, my only complaint about this episode was uh, whenever uh, Shin wakes up and started the fight again, we had a really awesome track playing right then and there for that moment. But it's just like it, it lasted like no time. It was like. 15 seconds and it just ends. That, that's my only complaint with the episode. Uh, but man, just beginning to end, like just a 
dope, dope episode. Like the entire first half was so, so good. It was so cool seeing the the last remaining five go at it versus, you know, this huge army Shin basically going up and doing a lot of it himself while the others stand back and help out from a distance. There comes in the artillery strikes. And, you know, we get, we, you know, Shin was able to get the closure of, you know, the situation with his brother, you know, now managing to kill his brother, uh, which, you know, his brain was taken by the Legion to create this shepherd and had a, a very emotional moment where he just kind of breaks down. And, you know, then we have, I, I, I always draw a blank on his name, but the green-haired dude. Mm-hmm. I draw, I'm drawing a blank on his name. You know, tells uh, Lena, not Major Waifu, Lena, uh, to, you know, turn it off, turn off the, the para-raid because, you know, Shin probably wouldn't want to hear hear have anyone hear him like that but you know it was it was a good episode in terms of just the epic fighting the epic battle we had go down uh the closure with shin and his brother and then uh the 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 end of the episode really left things on you know like what's next mm-hmm. you know yeah because they're leaving they're just like fuck this i'm out i'm out of here yeah and she obviously doesn't want to lose them yeah that end really got me because I, I i noticed i know i'm like some of the episodes there's like stuff after the credits so like i watched through all the credits just to like see if there's anything left because i was like i was so curious as to what was happening because they're all like just like talking about what they were going to do and like saying their goodbyes and stuff and she was like no I was like, oh man so i'm really excited for the next episode to actually see what's going on now yeah i agree and you know uh you know i know I don't know a full like in full detail where this series goes. I've kind of looked at a few things. I know a couple of base aspects. Like I know the stuff with like Shin and Lena where they do continue to get closer. So I am curious to see where these next two episodes go. Like is she is is Lena gonna leave the the city, leave the Republic, and go find them? Are they gonna come pick her up or something? Like I'm just curious if that's gonna potentially happen. I I'm I'm really excited for these next two episodes, and I'm also really sad this one's coming to a close. And I'm just looking forward to getting season. Two whenever that's going to be. Um, what about uh, Two Year Eternity episode nine? What'd you guys? Th- what do you think about this one, Zach? I mean, it was good. It was very enjoyable. Just the growing dynamic between uh, Fushi, Gugu, and uh, Rena. Yeah, Rena or Ren. Ren. Rena. Yeah, and just seeing the dynamic of those three and just uh, Rena and uh, Gugu getting closer, even though they had their sort of weird relationship of he admired her from afar, and now they're sort of going closer as a group uh, which it's made reference to in one of the um, preview episodes of Fushi's found siblings in these two and just seeing their interaction of when she was getting picked up to be taken away and Gugu just going nah <laughs> takes out the dude's knee yeah. and just like run <laughs> so I mean I very much enjoy their dynamic and just Going forward with the next episode, what we got towards the end of the uh, weird enemy thing attacking Fushi in the woods. Yeah, that thing is back. Uh, I'm I'm pumped for next episode because, uh, I mean, that episode where it attacked Fushi the first time, that was a badass episode. Yeah. And I'm really pumped for this one because now uh, Gugu's involved and we did get a little bit of a tease. We got a show. He's yeah. going to breathe fire. Yeah, he's, he's going to be, be- he's that salamander badass we keep seeing. Yeah, yeah. He's about to breathe fire on this thing. So I'm really pumped up for that, man. Uh, to your eternity, man, it's a great series. Josh, you need to pick it back up outside of five minutes, you know? And you get yeah. At some well, point. Yeah. And maybe I'll know it's another five minutes tomorrow and, you know, in six years. Tomorrow's the day. Tomorrow. Tomorrow's, tomorrow's the day. day. 
<laughs> no, it was it was a dope episode though, and I'm I'm more pumped. I'm so pumped for ten uh, to see how yes. this, see how this fight's gonna go down. With, and I hope we get to find out soon more about whatever this is, because when it was first introduced, it wasn't like fully explained what this is. Just that you know, it was just stated that it's a thing that's trying to fight against Fushi and the god that just threw fushi on the ground <laughs> yeah exactly so I, i'm very i'm very curious uh to learn more about this and and um you know shout out to the fact that he appeared this episode as well yes shout out to that and fushi would just like threw the fruit at him yeah <laughs> that was funny uh what about eden zero episode nine how are you feeling on this one i mean it was a good episode it, it was all right we're yeah. getting our uh introduction to what's exactly going on all the B-Cubers being kidnapped, getting a hero bondage moment, (laughs) and uh, Rebecca just going, oh, this would be great videos, but it'd be inappropriate tag. Dang it. Yeah, exactly. Serious bondage in this episode for sure, which has become one of Hero's specialties in Eden Zero. Um, You know, the the end of this episode, we got introduced to another one of the – uh, four shining stars sister ended the episode mm-hmm. uh we did get introduced to uh homera uh is that you pronounce her name that's how i pronounce it All right, homera uh we did get introduced to her in this episode who becomes uh, a part of the part of the group key character you did get a little bit of a tease of something to come with her uh where she showed her ether gear which was kind of uh you know kind of shocked just like that ether gear Hmm. Yeah, sister specifically mentioned like that style of ether is yada is blank. Yeah, yeah, kind of left it open ended. Something's gonna come out of that. We'll see more in the future. Uh, but I mean, it was it was a good episode though. You know, the 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 issue, the only issue right now with Eden Zero is that this is still like that. You know, just that early build up content. Yeah. So it's not like over the top or anything. I mean, it's gonna just continue to rise and just get better and better, especially I mean, once we get into uh, Draken. People are just gonna be really. Excited, considering the next episode's called The Nude Escape. Yes. <laughs> a lot of people are going to be a fan of that one. Uh, but, I mean, it's just going to keep on getting better. I mean, Eden Zero, it, it just ramps up here here not long. So, it, it, it's going to get pretty exciting. Uh, next up, uh, Seven Daily Sin, Season 4, Episode 22. This is winding down, coming to a close. I think it was confirmed for 24, I think was it. So, I have two more episodes left. Uh, I mean, like, like I said last time, we're in that little that little short arc that doesn't feel like it belonged, you know, it feels like you could have really just ended the series on a really beautiful high note of mm-hmm. after they defeat the demon King, you know? So now we're, we just got like this little extra arc involving uh chaos as it's, as it's being called and set up and uh, you know, got the little cat Kath that followed around Arthur in the previous season. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's basically our antagonist here. And I gotta say, I hate the voice the voice actors for it. Not, not saying it's a bad voice. I'm just saying like just that style of voice with it. it, it I, I don't hate it. Like it doesn't fit way. I hate it because of how well it fits <laughs> because it's just like, <laughs> it just kind of creeps me out a little bit it, it, because of just like how like, uh, disturbingly positive it is where it's just like, Oh, Arthur, you just smell so good. Please just let me eat you. You just look so delicious. And I'm like, can we please stop? I enjoy Ooh, this. Is better read off. Yeah. Take me on a date or something. Damn. Basically, and it's just like I enjoyed reading this more because this is disturbing, <laughs> <laughs> but in a good way. I'm not saying in a bad way. It's in a good way. Um, 
but you know we're at that point uh you know and it further also dives more into like merlin's plan and stuff and i won't dive into that just simply for spoilers out of respect for the people that's going to watch this later get to dive more into that and uh you know kind of where she stands and where the sins stand uh and just things along those lines but you know, I, and again, I, I said this last time, now that I know kind of where, well, now kind of know, it's only been referenced a couple of times, now that I kind of know where we are in terms of the story with Four Nights of the Apocalypse manga going on, where Camelot is kind of like our antagonist, Arthur's kind of our antagonist, it does put, bring the light a little bit more for this ending arc here, but it still feels out of place, but I do get why it's here now, now that I've seen more on Four Nights of the Apocalypse, but you know, it was a fun episode. You know they uh, they they did well on the on the on the choice of voice for Kath. You know in the, in this situation because it was disturbingly good. I did I did not like it and liked it at the same time. All right. Uh, favorite episode of the week. What, what would you guys say? I'm going to go with Tokyo. Respect. I'm gonna go with One Piece just because respect. It was very hype from what we've been getting. Eighty six still. 86 still. Man, I love this series so much. And this was such a good episode. Definitely 86 for me. All right, let's wrap up the show beautifully. It didn't go as over as I thought it was going to potentially go once I looked over and saw we had 40 minutes in with just the news. I was like, oh, shit, this might be like an hour and a half. Or, we're not we're not too far in, so that's not bad. So let's go through our chapter uh, ratings mm-hmm. for the week. Uh, kicking things off with One Piece 1015. Josh, what would you rate it? Um... I'll give it an 8. I give it an 8, and I also want to give a spoiler warning. Every single rating of mine for the Shonen Jump chapters is an 8, except for 2. <laughs> it was a very, like, this is good stuff week, but nothing blew my underpants off. So, just a little spoiler warning there for that. All righty. Uh, my Hero Academia, 315. Um, 8. 8. Yeah, so 8's good on that one. Uh, Black Clover, 295. Seven. Eight. You know, now that you said that, I don't remember what happened in Black Clover. <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a hint, Josh. Noel. Yeah, Noel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give it, I'll give it, a, I'll give it a seven. Uh, Dr. Stone. It, it obviously wasn't that memorable. Uh, I'll give Dr. Stone seven as well. Seven. Uh, I'm still calling bullshit. Six. <laughs> <laughs> this is still you. What the no, that's not what the fuck. I understand what's going on. I just call bullshit. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, DJK 151. Uh, nine. Yeah, nine. Give that one an eight. Yeah, nah, it just didn't blow me away, man. It was good, but it didn't blow, it didn't blow me away. Uh, Yozakor Family, 85. Give it an eight. Undead and Luck, 66. Give that one an eight. Mashal, 65. I'm more accepting of this one. I'll give it an eight. Give it an eight. Yeah, it, it's good on that. Sakamoto Days 26. I did flirt. I did flirt with this one a little bit. I gave it an 8, but I did flirt with a 9 because how brutal it was. This was a brutal chapter, and I yeah, loved it. Yeah, no, it was very brutal. It was brutal. I, I it loved t- it. It took me a moment because I was just like, Sakamoto did this, then this, then I went, all right, the organization. Yeah. yeah. 8. Yeah, I gave it an 8. Love how it ended, though. I really do. Sakamoto falling in. Loved that. You're going to have to do more <laughs> than that. Boom. Hey, how's it going? Hey, haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> loved the ending. Uh, Elusive Samurai, Chapter 19. I'll get an 8. 8. I tell C, uh, Chapter 18. 
Oh, I'm the only one reading it. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, I'm not reading it. I was waiting. (laughs) My bad, my bad. Uh, I gave it an eight. It was a good chapter. Uh, Witch Watch, chapter 17. Yeah, seven. Uh, Eight. Uh, Ball Parade, chapter 16. It's dead. It's dead as hell. This is still a good chapter, though. I gave it an eight personally. I enjoyed the chapter a lot, but it's dead as hell. Uh, I mean, I, I only gave it a six because I just couldn't get over just... How, how dead it is. How Yeah, it's stu- it's super dead. Yeah, it's so far into the ground right now. It, it skipped a lot. I still enjoyed it, the chapter, though, uh, personally. So I gave it an eight. Blue Box, chapter eight. <laughs> I give it an eight. I give it an eight, yeah. His partner's troll as fuck. Yes, true, true, true. Uh, Candy Flurry, chapter seven. I gave this one a seven. Eh, seven. Yeah, it, like I said, this week for Weekly Tone and Jump was just a lot of, like, not, like, this is okay content it's like okay yeah this is a lot of good content just nothing blew me away nothing blew me away no um shit i just realized i didn't read kaiju that came out today it didn't oh it didn't okay pictures okay Uh, perfect moving on uh next up we have uh tokyo avengers 209 what would you rate it i feel bad (laughs) um i give it an eight just because of what's going on but i'm like takamichi why (laughs) yeah i give it an eight too eden zero 146 Seven. I give this one an eight. Uh, seven Other Sins, Four Nights of the Apocalypse, Chapter 19. I give that one a seven. Uh, Ranger Reject, Chapter 16. Gave that one a seven as well. Got a high school, 518. I gave this one a seven personally. I agree with a seven. Solo leveling, 155. Seven. I give this one an eight, dude. This was a really wholesome chapter. And I, I was mean, here it, for it. it was, but at it the was wholesome time. and funny. It made me laugh. Like when they were on the rides and just had no expression whatsoever. I thought that was funny. And then him just going out, they're too slow. Yeah, these rides <laughs> suck. Do you want to do something else? <laughs> so I enjoyed that. Uh, Week Hero 141. Seven. Uh, I give it an eight. Uh, what about L Seed 115? <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> I, I give it an eight. Jai Wu's just adding to his blushing harem. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, what was you guys' favorite chapter of the week? I would have to give it to Black Clover. No, okay. not Black Clover. No. What am I thinking? JJK. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm giving mine to JJK as well. Um, Sakamoto Days. <laughs> I enjoyed Sakamoto Days a lot. This <laughs> the goriest chapter. Yes. Yes, dude. It was brutal. It was brutal, man. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. It was a good chapter. I, I enjoyed it a lot. All right, guys. Well, that's that's got everything on the on the script today. It was a little bit of a longer episode. We had a lot of stuff in the news to talk about here today, but you know that's how it goes. But anyway, Josh, it's time. Give me the best speech you can. Motivate the listeners, where, wherever you are, whoever you are listening to this podcast right now or watching this podcast on Sparky3. Like the video, please subscribe to the channel. Josh, one of our good friends here, the co-host of this show, is about to deliver the most powerful, inspirational speech you've ever heard in your entire life. This speech is going to make you run through walls. It's going to make you move mountains. It's going to carry you the rest of your day, the rest of your week, the rest of your life. So, Josh, hit me with it. What do you got? Hold on. i got to get to it. <laughs> Oh, he actually gotta, wrote something actually, down. Oh, shit. Yeah, I actually got something prepared. I oh, gotta, shit. I got to get, get back to it. Oh, shit. Okay. That's me at. right now. <laughs> uh, I can't find it. Well, he, he's got something, but he didn't have it on his Oh, here bar. we go. Okay, here we go. <laughs> no, it's right here. Oh, here we go. <laughs> 
In the name of gain and profit for once nation and village, nobody have hated you and hurt each other for many years. I mean, you I can't understand what you're saying because you're laughing too hard during it. So your big old yeah, plan no, of a joke here, it's flopping. This is just... Yeah, no, it's it's flopping. It was Gara's speech from Naruto. I Googled it. Oh, oh, before the war started? Yeah. Well, that does not make me want to run through a wall. You got anything else? No, I don't. Just throw something out there right now. Whatever, just throw something out there. Man, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Like and follow us on Twitter, you know, Facebook, YouTube, all that junk. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Where's the wall for me to run through? No, that sucked. You're going to have to have to do a follow-up next week. I won't, but okay, thanks. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, Zach, you got anything you want to say to finish off the show here? I mean, uh, follow, comment. Star, whatever your platform allows. If you're on YouTube, hit that dislike for every Hell yeah. uh, moment where uh, Josh disappointed us with his Hell speech. Yeah. Make this the worst video with the most dislikes as possible because that please. speech was awful. Please. Um, yeah, no, just because of how bad that if un- hit that unsubscribe, unclick that bell. Yeah, just get out of here. Um, it's jo- right. Josh has just you. killed the series. This may be the last uh, episode you ever stinks. hear. But uh, yeah, Who I hope you have a g- good day. After watching this and hearing that awful speech, so bye. All right. Yep, that's going to do it. Josh, thanks for uh, your disappointment. We appreciate it. Uh, you're welcome. We appreciate your disappointment. What I'm here for. No, really, though, uh, do something for us. You know, like it, dislike it, subscribe, don't subscribe, to be a friend, tell a friend, whatever. We'll, we'll keep doing our thing, maybe. This show stinks. We don't know why you listen, but we appreciate that you do. Hopefully, you have a great day, everyone. Have a good one. See you next time. Bye. Here's a little bonus clip for you. Thank you so much for making it all the way to the end. Please enjoy. I might. We'll see. All right. Josh Music. Oh, fuck. My bad. (laughs) 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 Music's coming. Nani! I'll see if I can squeeze it in. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now the music's coming.